yeah, let's fucking crank this bad boy out, baby. Baby! Yeah, what episode are we at? 128? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I think I gave you this before, but we'll do it right now. They won't remember. <laughs> if we don't remember, they won't remember. Let's it off. Uno, dos, trace. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast. Coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 128 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. With me, as always, number one potter off the board. Most awesome. That's right. I'd like to thank my mama. Mm-hmm. And my family and everyone that supported me all these years to make me the potter of this draft. Yeah, number one. You put on a little map hat, little map hat, right? Little map, little yeah, hat. a little tip of the map right there on it. Do a little chest bump with the commissioner. I like it. We don't have map jerseys. Should we have jerseys? Did you, do you ever wear a jersey? Were you a jersey guy? I think we talked about this before. Not a jersey guy at all. No, sir. Yeah. yeah Hard pass. Go. I'll go, I'll go short apparel for some reason like if it's a authentic short Short? yeah i'll do that i'll rock the shorts but you'll never jersey you do like a t-shirt though like a lion shirt like i've seen like michigan shirts and all that oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. that's predominantly my out of work (laughs) wardrobe is is wolverine's t-shirts wait are you still doing that one thing you remember like you were just like I got this like University of Kentucky shirt really yes. cheap on just the subscription I had. Is that subscription still going on? Yeah, no, uh, no. It was it was a uh, it wasn't a subscription. It was like it would pop into my email. It was a mystery order from Forty Seven Brand, and they would just send it and be like, "Send us twelve bucks, we'll send you a shirt. See what happens." And I was yeah. like, F- oh, "Let's do this." I was so stoked for it because I love I love my favorite thing to do is I I. I it's the weirdest thing. If I ever was to win like the lottery, I would sit there and I would go to all these different, like, I love the vintage shirts and like the old school, like logos. I love all that stuff. And I would go and I would just dump a, like a thousand dollars on all these sites and just buy up a, a whole bunch of t-shirts that I probably would never wear, but I love doing it. And so I love spending time on like fights, like roots of fight or something like that. There's that website's got some great, like uh boxing apparel stuff sweatshirts hoodies yeah yeah it's pretty sweet it's a little different right because i remember like kind of growing up like i started collecting hats because i yeah. like the nfl so like my like uncle or whatever give me like a chicago bears hat i just kind of had all the hats when is, is there no you you and i seem cut from the same cloth like there's no loyalty we're just like we like sports you yes. you'll throw on you'll throw on a just like whatever like a santa cruz shirt Hundred percent. The only shirt I obviously won't wear is Ohio. You fell out the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much is all. Everything else is is, is fair game. I and mean, we bought the Boston hat when we were in Boston. That yeah, was nice. Good. Yeah, I like doing it. Yeah, I like I like the apparel, and it's like I like if it looks cool, I'll wear it. And I hate it when people are like, "Oh, so that's your team?" No, I just like wearing the hat. I'm fluid. I'm I'm team fluid, bro. I got Las Vegas Raiders shirt. Oakland Raiders is just like, oh, you Raiders fan? It's just like, no, no. I just uh, I got the shirt. I was there. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. All Beautiful. right, jam-packed episode 128. We're going to rip from the headlines, NFL opt-out. Does MA have it? We're still doing that segment again, guys. I know everyone's super concerned right now. Don't worry. I peeled out the cards before. So there they're ripped. There it is. Second, you're going to have to listen to me dig through the box and have most awesome try to cover that. We're doing date night. 
Tango and Cash. That's right. New Apology Showdown, best reality TV shows. Brandana Gambling Corner, we're doing the NFC North over-unders. And we're going to finish, as we always do, with your MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. Hey, it's us now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, ripped. Uh, NFL opt-out. What are we talking about this week, brother? Uh, we're talking about it because as of August 6th, uh, the NFL players had the option of opting out of the 2020 season. Um, they'll still be able to opt out as past this deadline if new medical situations arise personally or within their family, but dead, the 6th was the deadline, so we kind of wanted to discuss that a little bit. For the year, if you had uh, any underlying medical issues, 150K, but these are advances also. They're not like, let's call a spade a spade. Like these aren't like, you're just not walking with money. It's like advanced from a future contract or into your contract that exists. True, it is, yeah. So um, yeah, it is an advancement on it. it. Did you mention the 351? I didn't hear that if you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and they, 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 they do accrue a season on that. But yeah, like I'm actually surprised that there weren't more players who looked to kind of I know yeah. angle that. Juwan James was the only guy that I saw that really realistically and played it smart because he basically had like $21 million of guaranteed money, or I'm sorry, $16 million of, of a $21 million remaining contract that was guaranteed. Had he played and not opted out, he potentially could have lost like $6 million bucks of that guaranteed $16 million. So opting out for that 150 advanced, you know, you know, paycheck, um, he now kind of defers $16 million for 2022 or excuse me, 2020 and 2021, because it just kind of kicks that, that guaranteed stuff down the line. So I'm surprised we didn't see more of that. Maybe that's maybe a little bit of what CJ Mosley was doing with the jets as well, too. Yeah. We had 66 players opt out in the yeah. league. Uh, half of those being offensive linemen. Um, and Patriots, defensive linemen, right. And defensive Yeah, yeah, linemen. Yeah, yeah linemen. Yeah. And uh, the Patriots leading the way with eight players opting out. Uh, you say you're shocked the number's not a little higher. Like, what is the what's – the, what's the strategy here? Like, obviously, you got to take your family. Like, you don't want to be in there. But it's just like – Here's sure. what – Let's I, just go, like, like I'm, I'm a little weird on them. I, I don't want to interrupt you. I want to go on this. Let me say this, and maybe it'll make two things. But it's just like – I'm kind of surprised the Patriots number is so high when right. they just kind of seemed like, you know, the Patriot way. Yeah. And, and some of them were high risk guys. I think they had three high risk guys, which, which accounted for that as well too. But I think the more so than anything is just with the uncertainty of the season, you know, if the season gets canceled, some of those guys with guaranteed money could lose money. Uh, in this, in the way that this situation works out, depending on where they are in their contract, they could lose a little bit of money. That's what happened with Juwan James, and he was the one that I brought up earlier. Just reading into it, he could have lost like six million bucks if this season gets canceled. Um, so there's, so I would have thought that people would have looked at it more from that perspective, and say like, just with the uncertainty of the league, less the disease, and more about just like, is are we going to have a full season? Are we going to play a Super Bowl? Like. How's this going to impact me? I'd rather just sit out and wait 
and let you know everything kind of resume normalcy in hopefully 2021. Yeah, that, that's the only thing. Yeah, you can't opt back in, right? I don't believe so. No. Yeah, I think once so you're out, you're out. Yeah, so all these players opt out or whatever. It's just like, do you really think the the strategic element for the teams right now is it just going to be like next man up, like let's just go, or is there are we going to see more people like falling off? Because there's some people who are just like, <clears throat> and we'll definitely get into this. We're going to talk about this next. Just like, do you and I like instinctually think this thing's going to happen? Right. Um, yeah, I think it's, I mean, from a, from the NFL standpoint, it's definitely going to be next season or like next man up. Um, I think from the players, the coaches, it's like, all right, like everyone who who's here, if you're here, you, that means you want to play. So everyone be smart. You know, this is a different circumstance. So you're going to have to treat yourself a little bit differently, uh, and really focus on the outside when you're away from, you know, the group, because now your actions even more so impact the rest of everyone else. Okay, yeah. You know, so I think I think from that perspective, if you're there, hopefully you have that mindset and that attitude. Uh, we've seen it in the NBA. Um, I think everyone's kind of adhered to that well. Um, but in in the NFL, do we think that there's going to be a season? Um, I think yes. I mean, baseball is is having some struggles. We're seeing some games getting canceled and postponed. Yeah, they are, like baseball is an over under of being shut down like ten days from now. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, I think again, they're going to be learning some things from this. Uh, I think, you know, canceling the preseason was a smart move for them. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, there are even some. Was that, was canceling the preseason? Like, was that kicking the can? Or was it like, I get a smart move. Like we don't need to have those games. And there's yes. some things we just have to get over and we have to get over the fact that just like, all right, you're going to be warming up week one as opposed to like kind of getting the game in your system, like more pressure on the coaches, just figuring out who they want, who they don't want. But it's just, uh, I haven't seen anything that makes me confident that the NFL knows what it's doing. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of argument in that perspective. I mean, I, I, I don't think that they're just sitting there and be like, Oh, we'll just see and hope. I mean, it'd be, it, it, it's a billion dollar organization. It'd be silly for them to sit there and be like, well, we'll just see what happens. I, I imagine they're, I imagine they're looking into it. They're, they're exhausting all, all cause they want it. You know, if you, if you want to put it at the, the owners are super money hungry and don't care about anybody, then right. you, the, then it would be in their interest to make sure that there's some, some, some sort of safety protocol. I mean, if you've seen the locker rooms, like the, the lions posted like a picture, like they all have like, basically like if you go to the, the grocery store, everyone has that like plastic, you know, you know, thing hanging down in front of the cashier. They basically all have that, you know, six feet out from their lockers, all separating them. Um, I, I think that they're, they're going to give their best effort to, to play the season. Um, the, you know, the, the additional face shielding that is going to cover them. So there's not going to be contact, but there's going to be, it's going to come down to the individual that's playing. It's, it's less what the NFL can do for the players and more what the players can do for themselves and not expose themselves to unnecessary circumstances and understand that if I want to play in this season, that means I have to become much more regimented than the average person in my off field activities that's really what it comes down to because they can put up a whole bunch of placards and they can put a whole bunch of regulations into showering, but it can't stop you from not wearing a mask and going to the fucking liquor store 
and buying a bunch of shit and then going out and and cruising around town interacting and going to like a fucking you know autograph signing show you know what i'm saying like that's what's going to happen it's not what the nfl is going to do that's going to magically stop coronavirus from the nfl yes i like the nfl gets to watch kind of the uh the NBA versus the MLB. It seems like NBA is kind of pulling it off, right. which is great, which is exciting because that's fun because we all want sports. We want people yeah. to say it. So it's nice like to have that product. These are going to be players that are we talking about like they're going to play in their stadiums? Like are we traveling on planes? We're going to like, it's just crazy without the bubble. Like the bubble made sense to me. Like the NBA like trying to get ahead of that. Like the NFL is just, it takes like one like positive test for a team after that team played another team, and then we just have two teams falling off. And it just seems like that's all dumb, dumb effect. And we're not saying, like, I, we don't give a shit. Obviously, we're prioritizing people's health. That's what we're talking about. But we are a yeah. sports podcast, and I'm just talking about, like, how the NFL could quickly fold on itself and what it's going to do if that stuff happens. Yeah, I guess it's I guess it's going to come down to testing. I mean, they, they've implemented a new rule because of Matt Stafford's po- false positive to say like, hey, if we get a positive test, we need to test the next two days. And if they have two negative tests following that positive test, we're going to deem that as a false positive. So I think they're looking in that. And I think it's going to be about, you know, it's all about managing risk. It's all about like, all right, so we played. And if there, you know, there's going to be a shit ton of testing around these guys in and out of the facility. So it's going to be trying to if there is somebody that is can that that is contagious it is going to be about limiting their exposure and basically trying to basically draw a circle around them and say all right anybody that was within contact we're going to moderate you and go basically steps of the situation i mean fuck at my work we have a flow chart if somebody comes in contact with somebody that has you know, symptoms or is a positive person, there's a protocol that we follow on that. I'm sure they're going to have something very similar to that. We've had that since March. I'm sure it's going to be something more, you know, souped up for the NFL. But like I said, it's going to come down to these guys and what they do off the field, away from the field. Sure. And do these training camps, like, uh, are they like even doing contact or are we just like, we're just tackling dummies and shit? Yeah, I haven't seen any footage. It doesn't look like they're full pads or anything like that. We haven't seen any of that stuff. Uh, I, at least I haven't. So I haven't really been paying attention on the training camp because there's really been no – I've just seen, kind of seen a lot of post-game interviews where they're individual, you know, stuff like that. So I, I, I don't know. I think they're just trying to get everything kind of warmed up and figured out. I know anytime that they're not in any drill scenario, they have to socially distance and keep apart from each other. So, you know, I'm sure they're, I'm sure there's, they're burning through Purell and uh, Lysol on all of those tackling dummies like crazy. <laughs> so much. What are we looking at NFL fake fans? Like just like putting things in the audience. Like, is that important to us? Do I need to feel like the statement is full or do I not yeah. give it? Well, and that's the thing too, is, is I, I do know that like, as of this point, they're leaving it up to the NFL owners decide if they're going to do state fans or not. So I don't, I haven't, have you seen anything? Oh, that actual, said, actual fans? No. Yeah. No, I, I assume. No. Yeah. No, they're, they're leaving up as what I read just the other day is, is that they're leaving it up to the individual owners to decide if they're going to allow fans to go to a stadium or not. It's going to be limited capacity, obviously. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, but I, I mean, that's, that's, 
that's not a yes or a no. That's just a, the owners have the decision to make that decision. And there will be some people that will, I'm sure, buy a ticket. You know what I mean? If they wanted to go in the particular circumstance. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, and again, I'm sure that they will have protocols about, because we were actually talking about this when we were on vacation. It's like, you know, if there was like proper socially distance distancing and there was like a methodology basically where you could figure out like a rubric of, you know, these random people, like these random rows and these random sections yeah, could like go like six feet away or whatever. Like just, yes. Yeah. But then, and, but then like you would have like times to go to the bathroom and to go to concessions if you chose to do it, like it'd be, and they make like maybe basically like PA announcements, like if you're in this section and you know, this section across there and that section and you're in the odd rows, let's say you can go and try and man- manage your, your socially distancing you know, I, I would imagine if they're gonna they're gonna try and think of all of those types of large scale applications to go in there. Would people go? I don't know. I'm sure there's some people that would. So you know what I mean? It's it'd be interesting. That's just, okay. So do you actually see that we have a wrapping up the ribbed a 2020 season? Like, are we gonna have a Super Bowl champion from this year? Ooh. I would. Yeah, ooh, yeah. a full season is. Do here, brother. Yeah, what's that? That's what we do here, bro. I know it's a tough I one. It's hard. It's hard. I, you know, I, I, I forever the optimist. Um, I want to believe that we will have and crown a twenty twenty champion. So I'm gonna say yes, just for optimism's sake. Yeah, keep it a little positive, a little positive. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. there's no one has a crystal ball. No one knows. We're just fucking yeah. firing darts at a at a board. So let's say yeah for fucking feel good sake. Why not? Fire and darts. You're uh, no look. Guess what? If you said no to that answer, you're no more right or smarter. If you said yes to that answer, yeah. Every, yeah. No one knows what the fuck is going on. No, we'll figure it out. Speaking of fire and darts, we're doing this again. Yeah, baby. You mean does MA have it? That's right. Just call me Mister Eight and Four. Let me grab a drink. Yeah. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna edit this out. So whatever you say when my headphones are down stays on the pod. Oh, Brandana, look, buddy. You're shirtless, a couple of pods in a row, and I love it. Little, hey, audience, come here with me. Join me. Uh, Brandana, the body, you guys can't see it, is, is looking nice. Oh, hey, there he is. He's back. <laughs> no idea what he said. Okay, guys, uh, so this is, uh, this is the third time we're running this back. Third or fourth? Fourth. 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 Yeah, fourth time. Uh, so last time, thank you guys for hanging out with the dead air. I, <laughs> these cards are still taken out of that box of cards I have, but I did it ahead of time too. And there's one wild card at the end that I think it's going to be, it's going to be really exciting. So, um, so, uh, let's, let's kick it off. So you're, uh, you're eight and three, eight and three, eight and three. You're still, you're still around like 80%, right? Yeah, that's right. Mr. Eight and four, Mr. Eight and three. Just call me Mr. Eight. Eight. All right. Um, Ernest Givens. Ernest Givens? Yes, sir. Ernest Givens. Why? It feels like this is football player, right? It is football. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you yeah. the sport. It is football. It's, it's football player. I feel like it's – I'm going to kick myself if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's a Washington football team running back. Mm, I thought you'd have that. It is a Houston Oilers wide receiver. Ooh, damn it. Opposite end of the field from our boy Jeffries that we're talking about. Oh man, right. Ernest Givens. Damn. Man, I really I thought you had like they get harder. Okay. All right. A uh, little baseball. BJ Surhoff. 
Oh, BJ Surhoff. He was either a second baseman or shortstop for the Kansas City Royals. He was a catcher for the Brewers. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> No. You always do this. You start. You start so much in the hole. Okay, let's God get you. Damn it, uh, Ruben Sierra. Ruben Sierra. Baseball. Baseball. Yes. Now I'm fucking questioning myself. Oh wow, you're going dark. Ruben Yikes. Sierra. Oh man. I no, want to say Reds. I want to say Reds. Outfielder Reds. It's a Texas Ranger, bro. Texas oh my Ranger. God. Oh man! This is... on that one. All right, you got a you got a clean house right now. Um, okay. okay, let's definitely let's get you back on the. All right, David Maggot. Dave Maggot was a running back slash kick returner for the New York Giants. What other team did he play for? Dave Maggot. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, Are you a bonus point. Uh, he played some. He he just sent New England. Oh, New England? Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. They still got um all right, Ray Childress. My favorite player growing up. Rachel Yeah. Yeah, Ray Childress was a defensive lineman for the Oilers. Boom. Yeah, you got that. You got that. Oh shit. Oh man. This is mm, I'm rooting for you, bro. I know. Oil can Boyd. Oil Can Boyd was a pitcher. Yeah. He played on a lot of different ones. I think it was you have the card from the Expos. Uh, the Red Sox card. Red Sox card. What's it gonna? A little bit of this. Uh, Orlando Thomas. Orlando Thomas NFL. Orlando Thomas. Thomas. Orlando Thomas. Yeah, this is a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, offensive lineman, Rams. I don't know. Would be a um, cornerback for the Vikings. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, this is my worst. See, this. I, I, I want to throw this one out there. I know. A little, just to yeah, show that I am a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yes, you have flaws. And flaws are naming these athletes. You've God, seen damn. five of them. Uh, all right. Harold Baines. Harold Baines was was a baseball player. Yes, sir. And Harold Baines. I I, I want to say Harold Baines played for. He was an outfielder. Played for the Orioles. It's a DH that played for the Athletics. But if Oral, um, Baltimore White Sox, White Sox, White Sox. Can't give that to you, buddy. Damn it. Oh, fuck. Course correction right here. Um, Okay. I pulled this one for you. Dennis Gibson, NFL. Dennis Gibson? Yes. You pulled this for me? Yeah. Uh, Was he a punter? No. No. Was he a lion? He was a lion. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Deep at the back. Oh, man. I don't know. Linebacker, is back close enough. We'll give. We're gonna give a W because it's our. Oh podcast. man, no! Do. I'm not taking it. I don't want it. All right, I'll, I'll take my three. I'll move to Ooh, that was a bloodbath, okay. audience. That was a bloodbath. Uh, all right, so we got. Um, 
Okay. Eric Allen, NFL. Oh, Eric Allen was a defensive back predominantly for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. Philly, got it. Yeah. Um, this one, I this was just fun because I thought you're gonna be kicking ass and you're you're close. It's around 50-50, but not that. <laughs> um Browning at Nagel. Do you remember that name? Browning Nagel, yes. NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. Football, yeah. I should say that just yeah, just so I know. It's like, oh, you don't know anything. Browning Nagel. Uh, Nobody's saying that, bro. Nobody's saying that. I'm saying it. (laughs) God damn it, Browning Nagel. See, this is this is the bad part of this because this is where like I feel like I should have I should have taken. My ginkgo biloba this morning because now, oh, yeah, now, no, now I'm, no. I'm thinking Jeff Eagles. I'm thinking yep. a kicker. Yep. But I mean, don't do that. But don't. <laughs> but maybe the same team at one point. Jeff Eagles for the Giants? Maybe not the same team. Or maybe the same, Eagles? Same city. city. Oh, the Jets? Is yeah, quarterback? Jets. Quarterback, Jets, yeah. Yeah. Second round pick on the Jets. That's a W. <laughs> All right, as a bonus, okay, so you um, not your strongest day, but I still think you did. I think you did fifty fifty. Um, yeah, I mean, it depends. Maybe. Depends, depends five, on five, how many guesses six. you allow me. Five, five and six. So you went five and six on this one. Oh man, that's that's my first uh, sub five hundred in any yeah. of these things. Well, yeah, you're kicking ass. Uh, I do one bonus point to make it an even five hundred. Yes. If three of the four are the Fantastic Four. Oh, um, fuck. You got Elastido, uh, Rockface, Flamehead, and Dorkville. Yeah, Yeah, you would take it seriously. No, the Fantastic Four would be, uh, it would be the thing. Yeah, Rockface. Got it. Nailed it. Woman, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Oh, I should that's a layup. What was the other one? You said Mr. Invisible? No, Invisible Woman. Invisible Woman. Oh, and the Human Torch. Yeah, Human Torch, yeah. Oh, I feel invisible right now. Denied a bank loan. Um, Let's just get the fuck out of this. Date night, bring us to the jam. There you go. Oh, yeah, it's the map date night. The showdown is where they fight. Here they discuss if this movie sucks. Why? Because this pot fucks. I said this pot fucks. Oh yeah, this pot fucks. All right, Tango and Cash. You've seen this movie before, yeah? Yes, sir, I have. Oh man, this was, I mean, I don't want to say it's the most fun I've ever had on a date night, but it was pretty damn close. It's this is a wild movie. <laughs> well, this isn't look okay. So the let's talk about this. Like, let's talk about the background. It is not the it's not the advent of the buddy cop because I think that's Beverly Hills Cop. Like, is that right? It was it forty eight hours. Yeah, 48 there's hours. A, okay. yeah. There's that's, there's a lot of them. Yeah, that's buddy cop movie. But this is kind of the product of that. Like, they were just like, I want to do buddy cop. Like, let's get Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell for like the run of their lives yeah and i mean even kurt russell was you know going to take the mel gibson role in lethal weapon 
and then pass on it and said, oh, you should you have Mel Gibson because he was going to shoot some other movie. So, yeah, I mean, it was definitely like ripe for Kurt Russell needed to be in a buddy cop movie. So when did you see this movie? When was the first time you saw it? Oh, definitely in like, uh, you know, middle school. Because when does this come out? Like, m- like 89? 89. Yeah. Yeah, 89. yeah. Middle schoolish, you know, early high school, somewhere in there. Yeah, I saw like, I just like, I, this was always a go to. I remember having it on VHS. I remember oh. one of my dad VHSs and we'd pop it in because it was just like, I, like, I thought it was. Like, I love, like, Sylvester Stallone's attitude. Like, it's, it's this very good, like, juxtaposition between, like, the two of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Watching it now, I was like, what a dork Sylvester Stallone is in this movie. I'm like, dork, yeah. the whole Armani suit and, like, it's, they could have, it's weird that they went with somebody like a Sylvester Stallone type to play this like intellectual yeah, you know but what I, I mean yeah but i like i like the juxtaposition of it like and what a great is like what a great cold open like we're in it yeah we're like like on the highway let's get in let's get in we can do it right now the guy on the jaw or whatever like number one how confident do you have to be there is cocaine in a fuel truck to shoot a bullet into it so <laughs> confidence i mean not even like like not worth it because you can find it you can find that out other ways Yes, you could just be like, like, you're you're too you're too cowboy for that right there. Yeah. If Sylvester Stallone, if you're like a stock guy and this money guy, there should be some other like not just firing a you know a fucking hand cannon into a, a tanker truck. It's not smart with dudes yeah. all on the truck. I'd be so pissed if I was like on top of the truck and you just start shooting your gun at That's like insane. guessing because yeah, you're that confident. Yeah. Do we have um we have cash? who has yes. got like a little like um like 007 money penny thing like with just like the little gadgets he gets so he does like the little shooting out of the back of the boot which i think like do you think that was there the first pass or do or were they just like oh let's bump this up a little bit let's get something weird with the technology yeah it definitely i'm not sure because because they they waited too long to introduce the like the you know the the q character for james bond into this with the hell rv and and everything like that because he had this like ridiculous gun with this ridiculous like laser pointer on top of it and then the boot and the gun and all this other stuff it was a it it was an insane like they should have paid it off like a little bit more in the beginning than just like letting us be like why why is this gun look so weird i kept saying that i was like why is this gun like so insane and the the heel boot I didn't get at first. I thought he just had like a gun in his shoe, and was yeah. just shooting or like a like a heel holster and shooting out that way. We need to dive through there. I didn't I didn't realize it came from the heel. Well, yeah, exactly. How does he pull the trigger on that heel? How does he fire off the boot? I don't. Yeah, it's a yeah. We just we're like we're thirteen years old and think it's fucking awesome. That's why. That's so, how. All right, have a plot points to swallow. Plot pills. Let's get in there. Okay. Um, so the mastermind of this, they decide to frame them instead of just killing these two cops. So the, yeah. the, the point of the movie is just like LA crime is being like this crime boss just has two cops, like the best cops in town that are kind of rivals, Tango and Cash, Carl yeah. Russell, Stallone, that are just like busting it and just like seizing everything. So he wants to set them up. Why not kill him? And I know they do try to tackle this in the script. 
they yes. do they had meetings about it but it still makes no sense like we're just like oh if we get them there then they can't be heroes it's just like who gives a shit if they're heroes like you're just trying to make money right i yeah exactly like i did buy the fact that I did like a little bit that they were like, well, you know, we don't want to wage a war against the cops. So I do like the setup portion of it, putting sure. them into jail. I would just like, but just kill them immediately. Like once they're in car, yes, kill them exactly. immediately. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of the contradiction. It was just like, oh, we don't want to kill them because they want to be heroes. And it's just like, all right, so we're going to put them in jail and then we're going to electrocute them to death. Then we're going to torture we're them. Going to we're going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill them in jail. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was, I was like, in a, how- how how corrupt the system, brother? It's just the fact that like they these two big profile cops, both cops, they get rerouted to like a different prison and general population. Oh, it's like yeah. how deep does this conspiracy go? Yeah, exactly. And then they've got all the the you know scientists that they they've bought and paid for this guy. I mean, he's he's got the whole yeah. setup in there. Um, and I mean, Cash didn't do himself any favors by you know lighting the court system up and fucking you know putting in the face of the judge that wasn't smart either but um but yeah that was that was a tough plot pill to swallow uh and i watched in a while another tough plot pill i want to go little little tangential uh the terry hatcher character uh what was it kiki what was her name we'll wait there yeah we'll okay. wait there. okay we'll wait there. All right, okay right, yeah. Right, yeah. all right so let's say um so the escape they so they do the escape, which is fine. We just got to do it, which is nuts. But they do the zip line. Uh, did you watch that footage? I think they used the same footage twice. I know I texted you about this, but yeah. I really think they had one stunt double just do that, and then use it both times for Tango and Cash. <laughs> yeah, probably because it's an insane <laughs> stunt. First off, it is. I've never seen a rainstorm like this in my life. The rain that was coming down. I mean, we're talking puddles huge puddles on the top of the rooftop man i missed rooftop. the movie already it's so it's so cool where they're sitting there it's just like if you don't make it like ah oh, i just i love it i love it yeah so then they take their belts meanwhile if you're in prison i don't think you get belts because <laughs> you could epstein yourself right so yeah. you got these belts you got to make this insane dive jump from i what would you what would you what would you think that distance was Oh, that was 15 feet. 15 feet? 15 feet. But it's not guess. even on the same elevation. So it's like they're jumping out and they got to get a little higher. Out, out and a little up. In yeah, yeah. water. Yeah, it's nuts. In water. Catch it. Belt in the mouth. Catch it. Yeah. It's like, ca- like, catch it. Like they're going down. Like that's a. Yes. That's a death fall. That both, both those guys are dead. In fact, that's probably like they should just let them do that. Like fucking Square Josh should have seen it. Be like, go for it, dude. This fits right into our plans. All right, let's talk about Square Jaw right now. This oh, Dick actor. Tracy Head? Mr. Oh, Beasting? This actor. Well, actually, I did write down this name. Robert Zadar. Robert Zadar. Yeah, I did too. Um, yeah, he needs to be... We should see him more. That's an insane face. face. It's an insane face. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, it's wild. I was like watching this, and I was like, is that just bad plastic surgery? Does he, did he have something happen to him? What's yeah, is it going real on? Is it his real face? I think it is his real face. I think he said he has like a congenital like face oh, disease thing or whatever. Not to be whatever. It, yeah. He looks like he got hit in the face with a shovel. 
It's a it's you're exactly right. I think Dick Tracy is the best you put it up. Like it looks like a legit like you should belong in Dick Tracy character. Yeah, yeah. Like you Sh- should see him and like you should gotta work on like the three hundred, like that movie. Oh what yeah, right. yeah right. You mean like the guy that got left up on the hilltop for all the disfigurements? <laughs> that guy? Yeah. So oh, not that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Again, let's get let's get Terry Hatcher going out. So uh, she plays the drums. Not That's- great at it terrible i mean i'm not shitting but it's just like i i get what are these clubs okay so here's the thing that happens in movies like there's clubs that are like in real life there's strip clubs yes and then there's just like there's burlesque shows right but like what happens in like pg-13 art movies in like the early 90s was there's just like this kind of hybrid which is like i'm not here to watch terry hatcher play the drums Right. I'm here to watch her take her clothes off, which she doesn't do. Right. And yeah. then she just makes some drums. Like, what is this club? Like, I don't know. And why mean? are people going nuts for this, right? Nuts. Losing their mind. Yeah. Somebody rides a motorcycle up a ramp on this thing, right? They Remember do, that? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Is- they, they have that technology, but it's also like she can only get a drumsticks from the bartender, which she has like having the drumsticks, right. like sit them on stage. It's so insane. Right, carry carry it on your person. I, I don't know. Tell <laughs> tell the tell the guy who comes who comes in all black who moves out the drum kit on there. Like that should be more yeah. his responsibility. Uh, it is funny too because we do see boobs in this after the fact. Like once once Cash walks in, you remember this? I know. You um, this. Don't act coy. You remember this? No, 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 no. I know. Yeah, like, you're like, oh, eight- were there boobs there? I don't no, know. No. I this is this is '89, so like. You and I are on the same page. We're just like we count when boobs happen. Like so, we have the um, the car chase in the very beginning. Like that, like someone's banging in the back seat, and a girl pops up. Oh yes, boobs. that's right. Good yeah. one. Good memory. Yeah. That was yeah. great. Nice yeah. little. That was a perfect eighties oh. like eighties. Yeah, little titty flash little right there. Yeah, yeah. Little titty. let's keep you. Let's keep you engaged. Uh, what's the other boobs at? There was Not one. Character. So when when she uh, when brought him back, when he goes to the scenes. Yeah. yes. So let's we'll talk about that now. Um, so they go into the dressing room. They're just like, all the cops are there. Uh, so they broke out of prison. Yes. Uh, cops are walking in. Cash is trying to figure out how he's going to get the fuck out of there. He's still under the impression. He doesn't know who this girl is. Like, no and then we, Yeah, he thinks it's like uh, Tango's girlfriend. Like, like girlfriend or wife or something. But that comes later. But he dresses up like a woman and then there's no way. There's just no way he escapes this. Yes. Like they're like, literally looking for this guy. So right. it's just like, do you like look like this guy with lipstick? That's probably <laughs> right. right, right. <laughs> this six foot woman came out <laughs> with a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. With lipstick on. By the way, that cop could be my MVP. Oh, nice. Because that cop was like so brazen to sit there ask. Talk about shooting your shot. This guy yeah. asks, hey, do you want to go out? And then it finds out that they they allude to, like, they're lesbians who are dating each other. Right. Without hesitation, he was like, how about a threesome? Boom! Like, just right coming out of the gates. Just, like, head down, keep pushing ahead. I like that I kind mean, of energy. It, it's not the, like, that's not even the double down philosophy. It's a 10 for one philosophy where it's just like, okay, so I'm losing, I'm losing, I'm losing. And I was just like, we're just going to take big fucking swings. I know. Big, big cuts. Big cuts. Ruben Sierra <laughs> cuts in that batter's box. 
All right. Um, so we're back in the house. This leads into it well. Um, she's giving a massage. Tango Cash deserves better than this because the editing gets a little rough at a couple points. Okay. I don't know if you saw, like, when he grabs the duck. So um, Cash is getting the yes. cash with Tango's sister. He's getting his disc put in. And then uh, Tango comes in, and he, he, he jumps through, and it puts a screen over his face. And the screen obviously breaks and destroyed. Right. But if you look at it, it happens in a weird order. Like, it's broken, and then when they cut back to it, it's together again. It's yeah. just like sloppy editing work. Yeah. It doesn't need to happen. He, he, this is my other second biggest pop hell. Um, who, when they are massaging the, the, the massager, who makes noises like that? Who yeah. does that? You don't make no. that. No, they're trying to, they're trying to set up. They're I trying do, to I set do, up. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, they were going to fuck that night. There's no question about it. If she, if Terry Hatcher, Kiki is doing that, they're going to have sex. They were already going to have sex. What Stallone, yeah. Stallone got there just early. <coughs> 1,000%. Stallone doing what Stallone does. All right. I just want to say, okay, so the toughest plot pills before we get to favorite quotes. Okay, so when, when it's going uh, – so number one, does the math make sense to you? So the final scene, I know yes, uh, we're skipping audience, that. we're jumping there. Like, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. Did that ring thing make sense to you? Like, the rings on the other finger? Like – Oh, well, that would assume that they knew what what the ring finger was on because it's not like it's I can wear a ring, you know what I mean? Was it a, it wasn't like a wedding band? No, no, but but I think I think the reflection means like there's only one reflection that has it like on your left hand, so you shoot that one. I just remember. It being, oh yeah, like they just like he has this 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 room of mirrors. And then he just like stands in it and it stands behind a mirror. Yeah. And then like that's when you shoot him. So yeah. I, like, yeah. I didn't even think about it. I was like, I just, you know, he could have been into some eyes wide shut stuff. We have no idea. But, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it, I think that would make sense. Right. I mean, but how would you be able to like, is that what you're looking for? You're like looking for the one opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think you're looking for inconsistencies. So it's just like all these look the same except this. And like, what's the thing that would set it up? But you're also talking like if it if it flips everything, then it would be the one also where she's not on the left, she's on the right with a gun to her head. Oh yeah, good point. It's like like the ring has nothing to fucking do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The my sister being on the opposite side is yeah, more bearing exactly. to it. Yeah, yeah. Where, it's oh, the biggest, <laughs> the bigger landmark of it. I like that. Uh, all right. So my my big one is just like so. There's 20 seconds left on the clock when they're running out and they beat the bad guy and they shoot him. Whatever. It goes from 20 seconds when they're exiting the building and all of a sudden they're like 800 yards away from the complex. They're past the fence line. It's nuts. I think they walk out, they walk out of the building with like 10 seconds. So if all of them sprinted with 10 seconds, which none of them were doing, but it's like, and they just cut back as it explodes. It's just like, Jesus Christ, you guys are like 1,000 yards away. Right. Exactly. They they beat uh, Nicole Hardman and... Tyreek Hill in any race, any given day. Correct. They're sprinting. Uh, all, right. all right, favorite quotes. Um, I love at the very beginning, like when they start to fight. I I, just, I love the animosity they set up with them. Like that's I really like this buddy cop movie. Like yes, they hate yes. each other, they have to work together. It's like, hey, I've been on this case for three months. Well, I've been on for a half an hour now, and here I am, all caught up with you. 
like that is that's gold that's yeah. just gold yeah Kurt Russell has a lot of great stuff in this like uh you know so, you know I, just drop it the soap and don't flatter yourself you know what yeah. I mean? yeah that's, that's <laughs> yeah. great well I have on my list is just like um yeah you don't know shit like Kurt Russell does us like a rocky impression yeah. to Sylvester Stallone which is great Right, 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 right. Kurt Russell's got the one thing where he walks into the jail cell and he's going to use the bathroom. He's like, that's my toy. He's like, look, we're going to get one thing straight here. Like this huge mammoth of a man says, he's like, that is your toilet. Perfect. Oh my God, that's on my Kill list, Scott. Yeah. Let's get one thing straight. That crapper is yours. <laughs> right, right, so right, exactly. And then like, um, you've got your version. I've got the truth, which is something I've said for years after this movie. Oh, that's your go-to? You pull that out? I love it. It's just like, yeah, you got your version. I got the truth. It's so it's so great. Uh, shout out for Terry Hatcher. Uh, grime, crime, and slime, no thanks. Which is like, such like a, that felt good writing it down, but delivered is just a, that's an awkward line, but I like it. Uh, all right, let's do Where Are They Now? So I think, cool. um, I think Cash and Hatcher, I think they made it. I think they're yeah. together. Yeah. And I think they're, they're still together. They have, good, they have good chemistry. They do have good chemistry. I like it. Um, makes sense, right? She, you know, she has an affinity for her brother. She yeah. Makes sense that she goes to a cop, you know, and they've got a nice little bond and a brotherhood now at this point, you know, nice big life-changing event. I think those two crazy kids make it. I think so. And I think uh, Tango probably doing three to five for insider trading. So yeah we exactly. <laughs> he gets a little bit but he he finally gets to the white collar prison that he so thought yeah, he was we're blocked yeah not the dangerous one it's the white yeah, collar. yeah exactly yeah well he definitely after this i think he gets out of policing altogether strictly goes into finance and uh you know yeah absolutely is this is this movie on your top 50 no it is not oh man <laughs> top 50 yeah. oh, I mean, maybe it maybe it maybe it is i don't know i definitely like when we set this up like i had a, i was like i was looking for something to watch the other night how many times have you seen it before before we set it up like a handful yeah a handful i don't watch like i don't repeat watch movies over a lot uh and if i did it was if i did watch this it was bits and pieces uh probably waiting for the booby temples if uh, quite honest but um uh but when I put this on, I was like, oh, I've got to watch this with Brandana and Dr. Mrs. The Commission was on there. She's like, watch what? I was like, Tango and Cash. And she was just like, oh, Lord. She's like watching this, just just unamused by this. She was, it was a rough watch for her. Oh, she was shit. just like, oof. She's like, this fucking cinematic artwork right here. This is, this is, this is a rough watch. Oh, I don't like when my stock is. I don't like when it destroyed my stock intentionally with. Like, oh, I didn't. I didn't. No, no, no. I just said it was just. We just chose it. We we came to it. Yes, yeah. I took the uh, heat on it too, brother. I'm your tango. Doing <laughs> it. All right, uh, air horns. Let's go. Ready? Yep. Oh, four and a half. I like it. I, I like the little love, burp. I love this movie. I know you love this movie. Um, all right, guys. Uh, Brandon in the gambling corner. Priest of the jam. No, wait. Neapolis showdown. Oh, we got more pot. We got we got a bunch of hot pod, brah. All right, Neapolis showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no 
just disagree. Uh, do you watch reality TV? I still do, yes. Not, right. not as much anymore. I just watched this one. I texted you about it. It's fucking nuts. It's on Netflix right now called Alone. Yeah. Did you watch any of this? Did you get a chance? I know you're a busy man out in Vegas. Yeah, you're a busy man. Yeah, busy man. Oh, I didn't I didn't even see it. Is it good? It's fucking wild. Ten nice. people, not like together, on their own, go out into the wilderness. They went out into the Arctic, uh, like pretty high up, and have to last themselves. They get ten items to bring with them. And they go out and they have to last last person standing, if you will, wins a half million bucks. Basically, whoever bails, like it's just like it's it's just a contest. Like whoever's yeah. out there the longest. What, what yeah. are you gonna bring with you? What's that? What are you gonna bring with you? You get you get to choose ten ten items of your choosing. Ten so items. like yeah, okay. ten items. That's it. So we saw a lot of like the same thing. Like people would bring like there's a thing called like a feral rod, which is like the strike to make fire, which is super yeah. important. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, like a hatchet or like a saw. You know, there's. <laughs> if you the- overlooked that, you just bring like nine of your favorite DVDs and a DVD player, and just like fuck, there's no electricity. I mean, well, the the, know, the funniest thing is we did. We were talking. We we're explaining this to Kamishat, and we're like, "What would you like to be?" She was like, and we told her what it like. She's like, "Something to make fire." So and she like got like three things in. She's like, "My iPad." So I was just like, "Okay, yeah, absolutely. You're bringing an iPad." It's <laughs> great. So uh, yeah, so so I guess I jumping into it. So it's just like so you watch a little reality TV. So there, let's yeah. let's hit the home run hitter. So real world started kind of all this. Real yes. world is the is the granddad, right? Yeah. Um, and then I remember I remember getting a little bit into Big Brother. I did like the idea of that that felt a little strategic survivor, which is closer to what yeah. you're talking about, which is probably yeah. the other granddad of hers too. Um, and then American Idol, which was kind of the new part of the genre, which yeah. is reality TV, like we're kind of getting in. Uh, out of the gate, I'm going to do Hard Knocks. I like, this one. I like Hard Knocks because it's just like, it gets you excited about the NFL. The time is perfect. If, if, if Hard Knocks was week two or week three, no one would give a fuck. Yeah. They'd be like, I'm just watching the football game. Like Hard Knocks is timed. It's part of the strategy. It's just like, it's timed perfectly. It's just like, we're so hungry for NFL. We'll take any like part of it we can get, which is just like now we're gonna do this reality television show about like this this team, this up and coming. It's like great. Is is it football? Is it people catching passes? Nice. Yeah, I love it. Great intro song. Great intro music. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Leah Schreiber, the narrator, is perfect. And there's yeah. always like there's always like a little camp standout that happens that you end up kind of rooting for. Yeah. There's always and there's always some good fun things that no, happen that's, with yeah, it. Yeah, good because you're right because you get a little you get to see a little bit of just like the like the insight on actual just like these are human beings. So I remember like Larry Johnson when they did the Chiefs one, it was just like yeah, yeah he's he's holding out, which is kind of crazy to see like the holdout side of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like he's like you're with him. He wants to be with the team. He doesn't like his contract, so he's just like in his apartment in New York. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. I was like, there's always some of these things like when the final cutdown happens and the Turk comes and all yeah. that stuff, like, oof, yeah. that's, that's a tough, you know, episode, but it's, it's, it's captured well, the, the, Jets, the Yeah. The Jets one, it was like James Connor. They call him the Terminator or whatever, like put him on the map. 
Oh yeah, the 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 running back or the fullback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that dude would yeah. blow people up. That's right. So yeah, fun. and then we had the we had the famous you know uh, Jarvis Landry expletive laden you know rant and uh, watching yes. Hugh Jackson and his thing. Yeah. This year yeah. we get with this year we get a twofer, right? We get the, yeah, it's both the Chargers LA. and the Rams. Yeah, that'll be yeah. interesting. That'll be that'll be wild to see like how they're doing that now, right? Because they're still doing it this year, right? Yeah, they're still doing it. Yeah, both those. That's teams. gonna be nuts, man. That's gonna be one for the ages. Very good. Um, I, I'm with you. That I I I I value the competition reality shows more, but I do. I I'm actually uh, I'm surprised I didn't even write that down. But it is it is on my console bracket. Uh, I'm going to go to number three. Total departure from Hard Knocks. Uh, the misses and I, I do enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Project Runway, give it to me. I like it. It's competition. I like these, honestly, yeah. These these motherfuckers go at it. They're designing. There's a lot of cattiness, which I enjoy. I get lots of laughs out of it. It's very funny. These people are going for it hard. And Tim Gunn is i love this guy this guy is fucking great the he's the uh the guy with the you know the make it work guy with the gray hair and the glasses and he's the uh the conscience of the show helps these mentors these young designers on there and then the the never aging heidi klum and all of her friends for the final runway show it's good yeah, i, I mean, enjoy you get like um is, is it like uh is it week to week like it's building up or is it just like you could watch one at so but you you kind of got to invest in these guys right yeah you kinda, like, they're designing clothes and shit yeah yeah exactly yeah they're designing clothes every week and every week there's an elimination right and i get into it man i'm liking it i mean you you would you would enjoy it too it's pretty interesting um because i i never understand like my my high fashion sensibilities are so off even after so many seasons so of watching it that yeah. i'm not no i'm not i'm not i don't know what i don't i don't have i don't see high you know art clothing the way that Heidi Klum does but I enjoy it nonetheless you and I probably see reality television right like uh the same like you have you know you have three kids give a wife uh it's it definitely feels like guilty pleasure right when we're sitting yeah. and watching it but it can be addictive like once it sucks you in it's just like shit I gotta see this and it's yeah. kind of hard to not binge um our my number two like I just give a nod to something we talked about earlier I think you and I talked a little bit love is blind that yes Netflix Yes. I was, it was so much fun. It was fun. Like, rooting for Cameron and that relationship. It was like, it was a real, it, it felt like, so here's what, here's what I like about Netflix. I like, everybody likes this obviously, but they released all the episodes. So it's just, I know what I'm getting into. So the danger of like watching another show is just like, all right, so I'm going to watch this. And it's just like, all right, we're gonna have like 10 hours of my weekend and I get yeah. done with it and move on. But it, it was, it was fun to be invested with those guys. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's good. There was some good relationships that oh, what was that one chick's name? The blonde haired chick who was like yeah, obsessed God. with age. She was the worst. But it's fun. Yeah. Every every reality show needs a villain. It's funny how they cat like how they kind of script these people. You can come in there with the best intentions and you get you come out looking like the villain. Uh I I like for my number two, I like to eat, I like food, and I like competition. Top chef baby love it is that uh is that the gordon ramsay is he involved that's hell's kitchen is, okay yeah. is that one but it's very that's, similar to the same concept pad padma lashkey a little less like people being called buffoons and stuff like right. that hell's kitchen was pretty good i did like it but it's it's a little like 
Gordon Ramsay's the show on that one. These contestants going at it, trying to like yeah. make different foods and like the food challenges. And then they always get thrown like a wrinkle in it. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like mixed, we, mixed yeah. up with these like squid eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. And the, the things that these guys, uh, there's like this one guy, Blaze, Richard Blaze. I'll never forget him. Like he was like, a, he was like a, like a, uh, oh, what's the a gastro, like gastronomic, at like engineer or something like that he would do these crazy things like smoking it like putting it in a dome filled with smoke and pulling it out a lot of pop and circumstance for food that i'm just going to dive in and, and, and we watch it and some looks they all, it all looks amazing i we dr mr the commission i always joke we're like we'd be the worst judges we're like it's delicious what do, <laughs> what do you want what do you want yeah i still guess my number one was just kitchen nightmares uh anything like with gordon ramsay involved is just like that guy is fun to watch and it's also like it's two things right it's a reality television show but it's also like is he abrasive yes does he give a shit like i think he does i think he legit gives a shit which is yeah. like he always has to like oh dude my girl's driving me he's like he's like so he's like standing on the, the street and he's just like so uh they tried their best like they couldn't get there like i just like i like his like energy it's it's so dynamic yeah gordon Ramsay's got good energy i like it uh there was a thing for a little bit on the internet i don't remember when it was but they would like send him tweet at him pictures of food and he would just like oh, yeah. fire off insults on them yeah. and it, it, there's yeah. some pretty good ones out there uh my number one we talked about the real world well this is the the real world is the feeder program for my favorite show which is my favorite reality show which is when we still watch this the challenge mtv which was all Ooh. the the reality people coming together now they've invested big brother people now because they're yeah. all done by the same production company uh so they come in there they go to these exotic locations tj lavin the former bmx guy is the host he kills it and we've got all these characters and the money's the prize money is pretty big like half a million bucks for these winners these guys are professionally now challenged and they compete in wild like excursions and then finally the last thing is like the big challenge where it's a big kind of like race or whatever you know what i mean and uh That's what with, like, we should do the amazing race you and i we're we're going to submit to the oh, amazing race. i was thinking about this during this bro I was oh, like, bro. two podcasters look at that i gotta get my fitness up though dude we'll submit no i mean yeah you can't bring the team down but we will we'll submit <laughs> look uh, is there a section where they pull out baseball cards because uh, <laughs> i will crush in that one yes bro we got to get on amazing race I'm for mab sports for the mabbers yeah for the maps i'm gonna actually put that down that would be so much fun it was in my constellation um all right buddy um i think you're doing the time i'm gonna need a w w oh, you. you pulled it out you came at me hard with that hard knocks, man. You fucking. I did. I know. Oh, that's where I knew it was the right spot. I can knock you off, but you know, really. What's what's road rules? Is it road rules a thing? Road, road rules road? was a thing. It is no longer. They don't do okay. it anymore. There. Okay. Yeah. What was that? They just like wasn't it a challenge? They, yeah, they would go. They could be in like a, like a Winnebago and like drive around and do. A, they did one more a semester at sea, where they're on a boat. They yeah. do like excursions. Yeah. No, real world. I don't watch the real world anymore. Uh, I used to for a fair bit, uh, probably in through college. But then I was like, I'm way too old. So now I'll just watch these people like go to yeah. an island and fight it out yeah. for my amusement. Yeah, watch me a little bit. Yeah. Um, fascinating. Right in the gambling corner. Let's get something I can win. Raise the champ.
right, Brady, in the gambling corner, we are at session, where are we at? Five of eight? Something yeah. like that, yeah. It's five of eight. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. No, what? no, 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 no. We, we did the six east, so we're six of eight, yeah. Six of eight, yeah. We got two left. We got the uh, the, e- the west and the south. Yeah, so do the NFC NFC North today. My Vikings, your Lions. That's right, that's right. This is a tricky division. Uh, Not a lot of movement. I don't think there's anything insane, like we're uh, a little bit about what the quarterback situation is in Detroit. What do you think? What's going on there? Stafford, baby. Yeah, Stafford's baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, just slow your roll. (laughs) He's good, baby boy. Fair enough. We got um, we got in Chicago. We got Nick Foles, uh, like legit QB competition. Yeah. What are we looking at? Let me like I'm stepping on all the leads. Let me just stop. What team are we talking about right now? Ooh, let's go. Let's just stick right with the Bears. You feel like I felt like you were hot. You're gonna come in hot on the Bears. Oh man, the Bears. Uh, so this stuff. Um, eight question. eight last year. Eight eight, eight, eight yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. It's just like um, the Bears made a a strong move. They went and got their guy with Trubisky. And yep. he's just not kind of, and I, I, I legit kind of like, there's some quarterback I feel sorry for. And there's some just like, you made your bed lie in it. Like, I feel sorry for this dude. Yeah. He was just, it's a little bit like I was drafted high and now everybody's got their eyeballs on me. Like I'm not having hopes. Go ahead. We're, we're oh, yeah, exactly. We're forever going to list those two camps as the Trubisky's and the Manzels. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. And I, I'm right there with you. Cause I, you know, he seems like a nice guy. He's, just what? Yeah, he's just he like, stinks. He just, what, what are you gonna do? Yeah, he's just like legit. Like, what do you want to do? You only want like tear off twelve, like a twelve and four record. Like, just give me a fucking break. Like, he right. came in like, super early. But there's also, I think, uh, the Bears were a little bit of the dark horse. Not even dark horse, actually. Like, probably like the favorite last year, or at least like uh, up there. They're just like, oh, they're gonna give like Green Bay like a run for it. And this is this is a little bit of touch vision. But Aaron Rodgers obviously on a slide down. Yeah. Slow clap, slow clap. Because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll go with uh, Chicago Bears. I got to add uh, seven and a half. Ooh, eight and a half is where they're at. Way too high. Way too high. Way um, too high. Trubisky was was rough um, last yeah, year. So the, the NFC North, we're going to play in the AFC South and the NFC South this year's, which which means they have a little bit of a like a 49ers in their window um obviously have the packers and the vikings like that's in the division like uh they have detroit uh afc south is it's not crazy if you got to be there like who knows what's going on with the colts it's just like i don't like to say like you're going to do you see an improvement that gives them half a win game more this year from last year no because they were they weren't good in the run game last year and and Foles or excuse me trubisky wasn't good and i'm just looking at like the stretch like Home for Tampa Bay, but in Carolina, I don't think it's going to be very good. But then at the Rams, New Orleans for home, Tennessee, Minnesota, like that's a rough little stretch just being on the road. Then your bye week, the end of their season isn't too great either. At Green Bay, Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville, Green Bay. Like this is not, I just don't like the look of their season. I don't like the moves that they made. Yeah. Uh, bringing I think in- also we, we, when you look at the schedule, also you have to start talking about, um, if there is a quarterback competition, which there is, yes, like how does that fuck up the momentum? Yeah, which well, I think it does. Yeah, and I think they're gonna try and name their starter pretty quickly. Or obviously, there's gonna be a lot of questions surrounding it. 
but I mean, this is like, if you look at it, I was reading it this morning and it was like, they brought in like Foles's quarterback coach from Philadelphia, DeFilippo, Bill Lazar, who was a, like a, another coach of his. And then Matt Nagy, who was his coach in Kansas city. Like, this is yeah. like a pretty pro, like we know what we, we full setup. Yes, we know what we're dealing with, and we know how to pull those but or push those buttons. That's right, because I I really like Foles, but as soon as you bench like Trubisky, like you can't come back from that. Yeah. Oh no. Like no, no, you can't no, do yeah. that twice. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. So exactly. You think they come out of the gates with Trubisky? I don't know, man. It's like yeah. it depends on how. That's the thing is this is where that preseason is going to like, you know, if the season kicks off, like the Chicago media is going to be salivating. To, to find out who the fuck is going to be the guy taking those first snaps. Nagy would be foolish to not declare it early, you know, just to avoid the questions. And then, yeah, I think, I think you have to, I think you have to go foals because you can always go back to Trubisky. I think where you get fucked up is if you start, if you roll Trubisky out and then you play some foals, you can't go back to Trubisky ever. No. Yeah. 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 Cause then it's just like, you've you you're you've just basically wasted all that collateral that you got from Khalil Mack and making those trades and making that Super Bowl yeah. push. You've you've squandered it. You're a dumb trade. You're yeah. yeah. Uh you're you've squandered it and now you've got to go back to the drawing table. So or the drawing board rather. Or the table, whatever. You draw yeah, what you want, Brandana. Draw wherever you feel fit. Uh I think you gotta take this under like one thousand percent. Like yeah, you know, I'll put I'll put map dollars on this. Like uh, so let's look a little bit. So right before they go to the buy, here's a little at Tennessee, tough hang. Yep. Um, host Minnesota Vikings by yep. week, and then at Green Bay. Like that is that's right in the middle there. So that's that's to me. If if it's not off to a fast start with either of these guys, you started like you're gonna just hear the hammer. You can because you can't win. Like, you're either going to be starting, like, one dude, and they're going to be, like, Trubisky, like, give us Foles. You're going to start Foles, give us Trubisky. Like, it's going to – actually, I can't picture people saying give us Trubisky. But it's still going to be, like, make a change. He's got the parents. His parents are saying that. <laughs> start him. Uh, yeah, that's uh, eight and a half way too high. What's number two, bro? Let's go with the Green Bay Packers and your Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Look the schedule fast. I hate this guy so much. Yeah. So uh, we're looking a little bit um, is I think in Rogers has a little something to prove, not on him, but I think everyone is in the camp of he's on his way down and I'm sure that pisses him off and he wants to make a little run with it. Everybody loves green Bay. Everybody loves green Bay. So I think it, I think it's going to be like half a game too high. I'm doing nine. You are dead nuts on, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Take sir. that, collect that, scoop it up. Chang, cha-chang. Uh, yeah, so it's great. Green Bay is just like Green Bay is one of these teams that uh, probably the king of these teams where we we like we like the brand of it. We like yeah. we like Aaron Rodgers. We like everything. It's just like, but winning games. It was like they did not look good last year for thirteen and three, right? Thirteen three, yeah. Well, and there are times yeah. that they did not look good. Yes, I will agree with you. I'm not. That wasn't like a to, thirteen fucking three last year, weren't they? That feels high. We'll look it up. People can. Oh, maybe. Oh, man. Did I just? Did I just? Is this the episode where I crack? Are people got to take a drink. Uh, Green Bay Packers. 
Greenbacker's record, oh, great radio, 2019. Uh, 2019, 13-3, yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, you're right. You're so good. So Ooh. no. Okay, uh, fuck. That's right. They were that paper tiger, right? Because yeah, they, yeah, no. they got blown out by 49ers. Yeah. And then it was just like, this ain't gonna this ain't gonna work. B. I they wasn't trying to I wasn't trying to hamstring you. But that's the no, thing, is right. that's that, that's the difference between the eye test and you're like, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah. Were they were really 13 and 3? Okay, they were. But yes, yes, did not look did not look solid in the playoffs. Yeah, so I, I got a dead nuts on. Um I, I think nine's a good number. I think there's going to be a lot of over on that. I imagine that's probably going to bump up by a half game. Yeah, so I would too. Yeah. I, yeah. I would stay away from this too. I mean, 10 wins on this. I mean, they have an early bye week. You know, uh, they play a lot of homes in a ways. I mean, there's not a stretch where on their on their schedule where they're yeah, on the road. Like, significantly. They got, like at Indianapolis. And then host uh, host Chicago, and right. then like uh, host Philadelphia, right? And then at Detroit. I mean, yep. Yeah, there's places here they could rip off like four wins. They're going to be like the typical like Green Bay team. We like we know it's just like they're going to accidentally stumble into being like ten and six. Yes. Oh, for sure. I, I am I am excited to see Tampa Bay them at Tampa Bay. I'd like to see that. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Well, also like I do like as much as I hate Aaron Rodgers which is a lot Oh, on the podcast, which is a lot. Uh, good football player. Still top three quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. So give the devil his due. Give that right, scotch drinking piece of shit. <laughs> let's, next time let's shoot scotch. I can't not say it because it was so dumb. It was just so dumb. Next time we shoot scotch, you can't slam a beer. So you're just saying let's slam scotch. You're just like, you're terrible. You're terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I give it to me. Uh, so I'm I'm uh, total of one game off. I put my over under it two total games off. There you go. All right, all right. So I'm gonna give you. I know you're gonna give the Vikings. Gotta, no, 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 no. We're saving right the Vikings for last, sir. Yeah, because yeah, you are my boy. Yeah. Again, I'm Tango. You're Cash. So, <laughs> so we're gonna go with the Detroit Football Lions. I'm just gonna sit. I'm gonna push the mic away because I don't want to say anything that'll get us kicked off or canceled. Is there is there a is Detroit Lions the most like under delivering franchise in all of sports? Oh. It's insane. Like Matt Stafford. God oh, damn! You fucking. It's too hot. Ooh man, I need to take a break for a minute on that one. You just fucking every nut punched year, me in that one. Every year was like Stafford has one playoff or one playoff win or zero. Uh, zero, zero. Yeah, he's. They haven't That's made the second round of the playoffs since 1991. Twenty nine years and counting. And counting. I like him. I don't hate the schedule. Um, By the way, he. I know he only played like seven or eight games last year. He was fucking on fire last year. They were only three yeah, and four. That That's Chief, how bad that Chiefs, the, that Chiefs game's nuts. They yeah. should have won that Chiefs game. They should have won Chiefs that Chiefs game. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Say that again. Was that week three, the Chiefs game? Is like week two or three? Yeah, it was like, early on. Yeah, there's like a there was, fumble, one yard line that got returned for a touchdown. Yeah, Brashawn. <laughs> I think Brashawn Breeland punched it out. Yeah, it was a fucking nuts game, but he was fucking slinging it last year. They looked good, and then he broke his back. I broke my back. 
I don't hate the schedule. Um, so we got at Jacksonville coming off the bye week five at Jacksonville yeah. at Atlanta uh, and the Colts. You got to go at the Vikings, which is going to be a rough hang. But yeah. then, like, uh, you're hosting the Redskins. I, this is, I mean, the football team. The football team. What's the football team? This is mediocre, but I think it's right there. I think I'm going to put them right at eight wins. I love you, B, but Vegas is not. Vegas is them at six and a half. Oh, I knew you were going to say six and a half. Shit. That's too low. You think it's I, too that, low? Yes, I do think that's too low. Well, listen, okay, we're coming to the gate. Like, for Chicago, uh, at Green Bay, at Arizona. Everybody needs to relax on Arizona. I know we'll get to that. Everybody needs to chill the fuck out about the oh, Cardinals. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I, I can see them winning the Bears game, and I can see and I just see them ripping off four, like, ah, oh, shit, eight too high. All right, a lot of respect. That sucks. No that respect. Sucks. I think it's I think it's past performance on this one, right? Uh, a little yeah. shakiness. They had the worst injury luck. Here's here's the things I'm gonna sell you on your eight. Worst injury luck out of any team, statistically, like how they measure injury luck. Just not my opinion. Uh, I think football outsiders measured that. And uh, uh, Stafford was really playing really, really well. Daryl Bevel was the new head coach or new offensive coordinator, excuse me. The only, the only thing is, is that's detracting from that is Matt Patricia's nine wins in two seasons and uh, 22 losses and one tie. Yeah. I, th- I think that, I just think this is, this is prime for like, like we talked about the chiefs, like everyone just, going on the Chiefs over so it's going to pump up the number like yeah. everyone's going to load everyone is loading up on the the Lions under it's just like the Lions are still a good football team that's competent like it's just like six and a half is that's too low like they can a, a seven a seven and nine season absolutely I you know put map dollars this is my favorite map dollar pick of this Ooh, you're right on the over I love it yeah, baby. Give me, give me overs on the fucking lines. Give me over. Fuck it. I'm in. I'm in. Break, come, break my heart, Patricia. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> my heart is yours to break. My heart, heart is yours to break. <laughs> right. Uh, um, all right. Yep. At least. Let's go, Vikes. You like that? I Your do Minnesota like Vikings. Um, so I don't think Vegas and uh, I don't think Vegas and the population like Minnesota that much. I do like their schedule. Uh, this little thing in the middle, like um, hosting Carolina, hosting Jacksonville, at Tampa Bay, hosting Chicago. That's the little momentum. Of course, they're going to put Saints on the board after that because everyone loves watching Viking Saints. <laughs> uh, I get the Vikings at nine wins. Oh, you're back, baby. Nine wins. <clears throat> Nailed it. And um, I would not touch this. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't touch it. Shit, because we're through this. Like, we had that Green Bay game last year where they should have won. And then, like, Kurt Cousins throws the interception. We don't have Stefan Diggs anymore. So that's yeah. that's, 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 that's a detention. I know he's your locker room, uh, you know. Shift him out. Blue. Shift him yeah. out. Yeah. You know, so he's, he's 
but he was fucking really good for you guys. And I, I worry well, about feeling at least like a good receiver stretches the field, right? At yeah. least it's like, it gets people out of the fucking box. So Devlin cook can do this. Yeah. And Devlin cook was amazing last yeah. year too. Really good. Those two guys were really good. Kirk cousins. I know everyone fucking shits on Kirk cousins. He played really well. He did. Yeah. He, he, the he, yeah. And, uh, look, look completely incompetent for support guys. Yeah. He got fucking, he got, he got harangued by, by them. But uh, like he feels the pressure, just like he's like, let me do, let me do all you guys a favor. I'm, I'll just, I, I'm just gonna lay down. I'm just gonna lay. I'm gonna take a. I'm don't even worry about now. Yep. Don't even worry about me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. He did. He did. Yeah. He definitely did that. But um, the the issue is is can Justin Jefferson, the LSU wide receiver, ramp up quickly? Because that's that's gonna be the linchpin. The thing that scares me is that they both. He was really good in the slot for LSU. And Adam Thielen is in the slot predominantly Slide. for them. So who's going to go outside? How's this going to get worked out? Yeah, I, do, I do, we, do we move Adam Thielen to the one and two? Like we just got to yeah, get – Yeah, to like that X to that outside receiver? Yeah, I mean, that's I think that's where they're planning on going at. And I know they've got – I mean, they've they lined up with like two tight ends a lot more than – than most people so i think yeah. we'll see that two i think what do they call that 22 personnel or whatever it is like a or patriot tw- thing right like uh just getting like uh with irv smith and kyle rudolph yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah that that so that'll be interesting we'll see how that works but uh but yeah gary kubiak the new offensive coordinator after stefanoski went to the cleveland browns so we'll see i, I think i think his style of play will be good for Kirk Cousins and Delvin Cook, but Justin Jefferson's got to really make a make a fucking splash. Yeah, that's that's what fears me. We'll get out of the segment, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging around for the hour power. Did I say hour power starts now? I don't know if I said that. Oh, you oh you did you did bro. Okay, nice. nice yeah, nice. you did. Because I, I, I hit it. <laughs> um, who do you like in this division? Uh, I thinks- would. I, I would say, I, I would say the team that has the least amount of questions is the team that I like, and it's probably the team that I most like, which is going to be the, the Packers, unfortunately. You yeah, that's I mean? fair. But here's, here's my thing, also, like, uh, or not my thing, and I'll, I'll, I'm echoing what you're saying, like the the Jeffries guys or whatever, like rookie we got. I know you watch college football. Yeah. Like, I I don't really even remember like Calvin Ridley, maybe the closest in the last five years, but like a rookie wide receiver just showing up immediately. It's hard. Like, I don't know if it's just like, these are, these are NFL routes. You got to learn this. And they're just like, they're kind of non-factors for the first year. Yeah. And especially, especially this time of year where there's no, there's it's stressed to even build a rapport with your existing guys. Now a new guy coming into the mix, it's going to be tough. Uh, and then obviously, like I'm gonna be low on my lions because why wouldn't I be? I've had I just I, I just rattled off some some scary things, but I'm glad you're in on it. I am. There's something about Matt, like Matt Stafford, like to me is top ten. Yes. Like I remember that he Thanksgiving, is. that Thanksgiving game when he's running on the field and he like acts like he's gonna do a bunch of shit and they just like dove over. Like he's just like he's a winner. Like yes. I like him a lot. So if he's on the field, like it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, like it's. It's it's weird. It doesn't make sense. Like when he wasn't really taking advantage of, um, you know, Megatron and everything. Like, sh- yeah, should that have been a couple playoff wins, three or four? Like, yeah, but it's like his talent's still there. Like he can sling it. Yeah, he can. They just uh, sell the team, Martha. Sell the team. 
All right. That's all I got to say. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, all right. So I was, what? I was a two, and a half. two and a half games off. Yeah. Yeah. That bumps me out. You're right. So, uh, we'll figure out what we're going to do. I guess you have my beer, show my head or something. I guess uh, this it may be sports podcast coming at you as we always do. Episode 128. You got emails you want to talk about, anything you want to jump on the pod, there's an email at MB sports podcast at gmail.com. MVP of the week. Who do you got, brother? Oh, I've got uh, Bryson DeChambeau, golfer, buried a 95 foot putt. Just fucking smoked that thing. Good on you. Put it down. You golf? You golf at all, bro? No, I don't, but I like watching highlights. Have you hit a golf? Like, if you ever, you've golfed before. I've golfed. Yes, I have. I have golfed. I've golfed. Yeah. Absolutely. What's, what's the hardest part of it? It's a, it's that three wood, right? Three wood par five. When you kind of just like chucked up, and you're just like, shit, I still got like fucking 30 yards to go. I've got good, good, good hands and wrists. It's the drive too. I, I fucking try and baseball crank that thing, man. I, I send there. it into the other, other tee box, my friend. <laughs> I'm a I'm a four guy. Oh shit! Yeah, sorry to show up on uh, like uh, hole four. I know I'm shooting <laughs> over there on hole eight. But we need your fairway. All right, MVP of the week. Uh, I'm going to do the Pelicans, dude. I like watching this basketball team. Yeah. Uh, put a little Chang on them. Chang. Chang. Hit that. Uh, see us next week. Like, subscribe. You know we have an Insta. Get there. I am Brandon. Why don't you sign yourself off? Muscles. Audience, you're our power. And now. Fashion.